What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Posture the Podcast. I'm your host, C. West. And guys, I'm really, really excited about today's episode. You guys are going to hear me say that a lot, probably about every episode. But guys, I'm really excited about today's because it's on a huge topic, social media. Guys, everybody uses social media, pretty much everybody. Um, And I just think that, you know, this is a topic that needs to be talked about a bit more often. Um, This will not be the only episode I do on social media. It is just the first of many. So as you can see by the title, it is entitled Social Media is a Huge Problem. Um, And I kind of want to talk about that today. So guys, I really do believe that social media is the root cause for a lot of anxiety, uh, depression, low self-esteem and, you know, just a lot of challenges that we face on a regular basis. I believe that it is because of social media and just its overall agenda and design. Um, Have you ever found yourself scrolling through social media? And before you know it, you've literally lost track of time. The reason why this happens is because social media is developed and designed to essentially suck a person in. I read an article recently, and um, according to you know, some recent studies of social media, social media is addictive both physically and psychologically. According to a new study by Harvard University, disclosing information about oneself, it lights up the same part of the brain that also ignites when taking an addictive substance. Isn't that crazy? The act of disclosing information about oneself activates the same part of the brain That is associated with the sensation of pleasure. Social media is developed and designed to make us addicted to it. Guys, this is not a good thing. Am I saying that social media is bad? Not necessarily. Yes, there are a lot of really bad things about social media. But don't hear what I'm not saying. What I am saying is that social media is a huge problem if we don't live for the answer. And the answer, guys, is Jesus. Did you catch that? Social media is a huge problem if we don't live for the answer. And his name is Jesus. Jesus is the answer. See, the devil doesn't want us to spend time with God. He wants us to have so much screen time that we literally lose track of time and we don't even consider spending time with God. The enemy wants us to get so sucked in with social media and everything that's going on in the world and life and every day and everybody's, you know, day to day. He wants us to focus so much on everybody else's lives that we forget about the life of Jesus. And so social media is one of the biggest, if not the biggest tools and weapons that the enemy uses to tear the children of God down. I'm talking about me and I'm talking about you. If you're listening right now, You're a child of God and the enemy hates you and he hates you because God loves you and he has a plan and a purpose for your life that will bring God great glory. And so because of this, the enemy, he wants to destroy you and he's looking for opportunities to do so. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 5, verse 8 to 9, it says, be 
watchful. Your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, verse 9 says. It says, resist him firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. So guys, what does that mean? It means that the enemy isn't just trying to take you out through social media. He's trying to destroy your brothers and sisters all over the world in the same way. When I think about what it looks like to be firm in my faith, I think about Psalm 1, 1 to 3, where it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Here it is. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. And its leaf does not wither. And all that he does, he prospers. So how do we become firm and deeply rooted in our faith? I believe that it's through the reading of God's word, prayer, worship, community, and more. And guys, I don't claim to be 100%, you know, someone who has it all together spiritually and in my relationship with God. I am a work in progress. But one thing I can tell you this, I'm firm in my faith. I believe that Jesus is the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. And there's nothing that anyone or anything the enemy throws at me that will cause me to think any differently. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There's an enemy out there that wants to attack you, that wants to bring you down, and he wants to use social media to do so. I believe that it's through God's word, prayer, worship, community, and more. And guess what, guys? All of that, it requires less screen time and more quality time with God, something that we all could use. Let me ask you a question. God is in close proximity with you, but are you in close proximity with God? I'll ask you again. God is in close proximity with you, but are you in close proximity with God? Did you know that it is possible for God to be in your presence, but for you to not be in his? Did you know that it is possible for him to be with you, but for you to not be with him? Scripture shows us how this is possible. And I just love this uh, story. It's one of my favorites, the story of Mary and Martha. And you guys will probably hear me reference this story quite often because there's just so much wisdom and revelation in this passage of scripture that we can pull from for our lives. Guys, let's read it. It's in Luke 10 verses 38 to 42. It says, now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village And a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? And she said to Jesus, tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha. You are anxious and troubled about many things, 
But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good part, which will not be taken away from her. Jesus walks into her home and notice Martha. She's in the room with him, but makes no room for him. I'll say that again. Jesus is in her home. and She's in the room with him, but she doesn't make any room for him. She's stressed out in the kitchen, anxious and troubled, the word describes it. And Mary chooses to sit at his feet and listen to every word, making room for him. Mary chooses the good part. I believe that it's important that we frequently ask ourselves, am I choosing the good part? Am I making room for Jesus? Am I truly following him with all my heart, my mind, my soul, my strength? Social media has a way of causing us to lose sight of the good part. As I mentioned earlier, social media is a huge problem if we don't live for the answer. The answer is Jesus. We must filter our engagement with social media through our relationship with Christ. The problem and challenge is that many of us aren't anchored in him. And so what happens is we get on social media and we are susceptible to the snares and the traps of the enemy. Maybe for you, it's loneliness. Maybe you're someone who gets on social media and you see everyone getting engaged and it discourages you because that's just not the season you're in right now. Or maybe it's not loneliness, but maybe it's comparison for you. Perhaps you struggle to see the beauty in how God has created you uniquely. And so you find yourself comparing yourself to the people you follow because on social media, their lives seem so much better than yours. Or maybe it's doubt. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's worry. Maybe it's envy, jealousy. Whatever it is, when we aren't anchored in Jesus, these are the things that will grab hold of us and have its way with us. And so today, I want to help someone who uh, needs some helps uh, navigating social media. And so my question is simple. Who are you following? Who are you following? Because whoever you follow, you're allowing to lead you. I'll say that again. Who are you following? Because Whoever you're following, you're allowing to lead you. <laughs> you know, it's important because Jesus, he thought that it was very important to be followed. If we read his word, uh, it tells us, even as he was choosing his disciples, the words he used were, follow me. <laughs> you know, I find it super interesting that when we're first meeting someone, uh, for the first time, one of the first things we say is, hey, follow me, and I'll follow back. Now, if we're being honest, our decision to follow a person on social media, it's quite innocent. It's not a big deal to most people. But let me tell you, who we choose to follow is a very big deal to Jesus. These are the words he used in Matthew 4. As I mentioned, he said, while walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, 
casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And it says, he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. When Jesus says to them, follow me, what he's actually saying to them is, allow me to lead you. And notice right after that, he makes them a promise. And he says, and I will make you fishers of men. Not I might, not possibly. He says, I will. So what this says to me is that whoever we choose to follow and allow to lead us, we are giving them permission to make us into something. Jesus is essentially saying that in following him, you will change. It's impossible to follow Jesus and not look more like him. In the same way, who you decide to follow, you will ultimately look like them. <laughs> oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Whoever you choose to follow, you're allowing them to lead you. And whoever you're allowing to lead you, you're giving them permission to invest in you. And whatever they're investing in you will end up for your good or for your bad. The word actually tells us, it says, good treasure brings forth goodness. Evil brings forth evil. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. The word tells us we are known by our fruit. And so if I'm following someone who has bad treasure, then I'm probably going to end up with some bad fruit. If I'm following someone who has good treasures in their heart, then the chances of me having some good fruit are very high. And so I just thank God that he's placed people in my life with good treasures in their heart because then I will bear good fruit. Have you ever found yourself scrolling through social media and suddenly you become anxious and you've become overwhelmed in your heart? Have you ever found yourself looking at a post and you begin to feel inadequate as if you are missing or lacking something? Have you ever found yourself scrolling on social media and simultaneously your heart and mind begins to struggle to see clearly what it is you were made for or called to do? Always feeling as though where you are, what you have, and what you are doing currently just isn't enough. Can I propose to you that the content that you are consuming is consuming you? Could it be that the individuals that you have chosen to follow are leading you astray? And their lifestyle is changing you into something that God never intended for you to be. This is why being anchored in God is so important. This looks like being anchored in the truth of his word, being anchored in what he says about you, not what they say about you, spending quality time with him day in and day out. What if we follow Jesus as heavily as we follow some people on social media? Guys, let's read verse 19 again. It says, and he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. In verse 20, he says, Immediately they left their nets and they followed him. Guys, what if we dropped everything and followed Jesus as quickly as his disciples chose to? I believe that some of us may need to do some unfollowing. 
Because if we care about where we're headed, then we have to start caring about who we're following. And guys, for some of us, this will be difficult, but it's necessary. I'm following a person doesn't mean you don't love or like them. It just means that you're headed in a different direction. And you know what? It'll please God when you make a conscious decision in your heart and in your mind that says, you know what, Lord? I love everybody, but I'm not called to follow everybody. It's time that I unfollow some people so that I can wholeheartedly be a follower of you. Family, I really, really hope that this episode has encouraged you and has given you just a little clarity on how to move forward in navigating the realm of social media. I truly believe that social media is a tool that can be greatly used for God's glory if put in its proper place. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a huge favor in leaving five stars and a review, as this will cause the podcast to go up in the Christian podcast charts, allowing it to be easily accessible to those listening all over the world and looking for encouragement. I want this message of Jesus through this podcast to reach as many people as possible. So if you'd leave a review, it'd be greatly appreciated. I love you guys so much. And I'll see you next time.